0: Hello everybody out there in Music Video Land and welcome to another episode of the Music Video Land podcast Brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database It's a podcast where we talk about music videos and uh, we took last week off because of American Thanksgiving Just like cereal, uh, we're very close to Serial podcasts in the ratings um, So we decided we would take a week off as well my name is Adam, I do things on the IMVDB, and then with me, as usual, is uh, protester Doug Klinger. How you doing,
1: Doug? Dude, doing super good. I also do things uh, for IMVDB. Isn't that weird?
0: Not really. Uh, it's oh, yeah, the same podcast, it's... but here's another person who also does things for IMVDB, and as well as Fringe Music Fix, uh, North of the Wall, uh, Mr. Adam Alexander. How are you, Adam? I'm good. I'm ready to, to podcast. Good, you've been, and we'll talk about this later, you've been, you've been binge-listening to our old episodes, like this is episode yeah. 134, and and uh, there's a lot of them. Um, so I have
2: like, right now, I have like, I have podcasting blue balls, I'm just like, ready. ready. Uh,
0: so, we're cutting uh, that shit out, that's gross. Uh, and so continuing on our streak of awesome guests uh, on the podcast, uh, today we are joined by uh, a directing duo who released a really fantastic music video this week. Drown by Maria, sorry, Marika Hackman, um, Brian Fairbairn, and uh, Carl Eccleston of directing duo Brian and Carl. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Hey. hey. And you guys are in London We're recording this late. You guys are are awesome for joining <laughs> us in the wee hours of the morning. You guys this week have released a video for um, Marika Hackman called Drown. Um, which is an amazing music video, I wonder if you guys could kind of walk us through the concept and uh, and, and you know where this originally came
3: from um, well, I guess it, it kind of restarted from the brief that we got from the label um, and they they wanted some the brief was basically they wanted a, a dark fucked up performance video um their reference was uh, the chris Cunningham um head video for um Oh, only you only I'm you. See, only you yeah um so yeah, they wanted something <laughs> kind of it had to be underwater um and so it was yeah kind of trying to figure out a way of uh, of, ma- of making that sustain you know a long quite weird slow song um without just being sort of self indulgent and, and wafty and wanky and, yeah. um <laughs> so so i don't know we i know we we often try to kind of pitch things as kind of fucked up as we can, which doesn't do us many favors. But they were actually really receptive to it this time. We yeah, kind of wanted just to, to be violent and to have a bit of a through line and we should talk yeah. a little
0: bit about the, the video concept because it's as you said pretty fucked up. Um the you know the video revolves around it's all underwater. Um this person who is kind of drowning in slow motion, this this girl um
2: the, the girl is actually Marika Hackman who's Correct. drowning yes
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. and uh, you know you, at first you, at first, I didn't notice I'm actually not sure if it, it is initially kind of apparent but you, you eventually notice maybe 30 or 40 seconds in that she's being held down um, she is being drowned by these hands that we never see who they come from um, and yeah. you know it ha- kind of has this, has this kind of nightmarish quality if anybody yeah. has dreamed of being drowned this is may bring back some some memories for you was that kind of a a, a touch point for you guys like the the kind of dream aspect of it
3: yeah no that's exactly it um i think it, it kind of it really kind of goes to the for us, what the song's about. Um, you know, it's actually kind of a love song. It's actually not such a, a dark song when you actually listen to the sentiment. And it's, it's <laughs> I want to drown in your mind. It's sort of the sort of self-destruction through love sort of thing. So we kind of wanted to tap into the self-destruction part of it. And so that's, yeah, kind of kind of where that kind of hand popping up came from.
4: Um, I mean, initially, initially we wanted to do it in one take. Yeah. Um, that was the, That was the pitch. And because it's shot you know, at sort of double speed, uh, you know, we thought, great, you know, she only has to hold her breath for, for 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, there, there was sort of practical, you know, considerations. And I think in the end, I'm glad that we that we decided to break it up into yeah. sort of a series of longer takes.
1: And uh, th- the video kind of, you know, it's it's not just like her in a pool or something. You know, it's kind of like she she's placed in this kind of abyss you know it's yeah. it's you, you, you can tell that she's floating you see her breathing bubbles and that kind of thing but you, you don't really get a feel for where she is what kind of space that she's in i i, I wonder what you guys did to achieve that look
4: uh um uh, well, guess, sorry we're a two-headed monster really, but do you want to us- <laughs> no you go, you go <laughs> well i mean basically like we were lucky enough to shoot actually in the tank where those sequences from that film, Under the Skin, were shot. I don't know if you guys have seen that film. Uh, the, the Jonathan Glazer film with, with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <clears throat> have you guys seen that?
1: I have not. No, cl- I'm, for- I'm familiar with the film, but I have not seen it.
4: Uh, well, check it out. because it. it is oh. fucking nightmarish. But there are some really, really creepy underwater sequences in that. So we were lucky enough to shoot it in the same tank with actually some of the same crew that had worked on that film. Um, and it's just a it's just a huge bloody tank.
3: Like but I think we, eh. we did kind of want to, like exactly what you said, she's kind of in this sort of vacuum, and we you know, were yeah. actually work, really working with her to try to not let any breath out at all, because we wanted to try to kill visual cues that made it overtly underwater. Um, and so she was really holding the bubbles <coughs> in, and um, we wanted to try to save that for the end. So it was kind of this kind of vacuum that then maybe became something a bit more, a bit more literal, yeah, because um, there's like there's like the opening shot where the shoe is just like
4: floating up out of nowhere, and you kind of think like is this is this air? Is this space? Is this? You know, I think to to some degree, we kind of almost wanted it to look
3: like it wasn't underwater. Um, yeah, and then we we did like, crush out a lot of a lot of watery details in the grade as well um, to really isolate her. And we should yeah. mention
0: for anybody who isn't familiar, Jonathan Glazer is uh, kind of a, a legendary music video director himself. He directed uh, Virtual Insanity for Jamiroquai in 96 and yep. Karma Police for Radiohead. Um, and has since gone on to do uh, film work. But that, that, that's kind of amazing you guys got some of the same crew to, to do that. Um, yeah. Because that, that film was, it was released a year ago and probably shot maybe 18, or two, 18 months or two years ago. How did you guys... Did you guys seek out some of the same crew, or did it just happen by chance?
3: No, it was just a coincidence, really. I think, you know, kind of working in London, they're kind of the go-to guys for, for underwater photography. Um, you know, the, the second we kind of got paired up with a production company for the project, they just they went straight for Mark Silk, who has worked on, I think, mm. basically any film shot in England with an underwater element. He did it. Like, he did Harry Potter. He's done a... Um, mm, yeah. I can't remember what the other one was. But, um. But, yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know a producer just kind of grabbed him, and then he, he brings his his people along with it. Um, so it was really just kind of, yeah, kind of led on from kind of the practicalities. And, and you know, first we were going to maybe do it in the pool and get the pool details. And just uh, the way everything kind of worked out, um, it was pretty cool because one of the big references in our original treatment was under the skin. So then to be able to show the, you know, the reference to the crew and they just say, well, we did that and... <laughs> Yeah, it was really great. We were like, you know, can, you, can you, you know, we're kind of after this look, and they're like, well, we were there, so we yeah. just, you know, yeah.
4: just light it like that, you know, and that was probably, the like, you know, every time we're on set, we've got these treatments, and like, how the fuck are we going to do this? But yeah. then, you know, they were there, and they're like, yeah, that's easy. And that was just, you know, a couple of keynote flows, or whatever, you know, whatever they had, so...
1: And and technically, when working underwater, shooting you know the whole video shot underwater, do um, you kind of have to rely on those guys for for elements of it because they've they've been there before and done it before? And also, when when shooting it, uh, are you able to see what's being shot? Yeah, you've
3: got you've got your monitor set up and everything like like you would for any other shoot. It's uh it's more the communication that's difficult because there's this sort of underwater PA system and you've just got your microphone and your you, you kind of don't feel like anyone can hear you but you're relying on the kind of the nods on the camera or the the camera going from side to side
4: but it's weird it's like it I kind of felt like I was on a talk show like I was a talk show host for most yeah. of the day because I had this microphone and you sort of speaking you know in these sort of dulcet tones into this bloody microphone and <laughs> this guy you know and you know the camera's kind of shaking to right or left or up and down depending on whether you're saying yes or no or whatever so it's it is kind of weird because you're just effectively looking out across this this empty tank. You can't even really see, you know, what's going on in, underwater visually, yeah. but you have the monitor, so, um, <clears throat> you know.
3: Uh, yeah, it's a very different, you don't necessarily feel quite as in control um, as you as you maybe would on a normal shoot. Sure?
0: Sometimes we hear from directors that, you know, putting uh, artists in... Kind of a situation where, like, a professional actor would have some some sort of a challenge is a challenge in itself because you know they're kind of artists uh, first, and you know acting in music videos um, is kind of secondary to them. Uh, Did you have any issues with working with you know Marika Hackman? To I'd imagine it's pretty technically challenging to kind of act underwater um, and you know pull off her performance underwater uh how did she handle that
3: she was she was pretty amazing she's um she she didn't complain once she was in that tank maybe maybe 10 hours wow. almost non-stop being kind of thrown about and having blood injected up her up her nostrils and and she like she uh, really was like she really was being pulled by the hair back and forth yeah. by um I think, but by the end, she's not acting because it was. <laughs> she like, was just pissed off. The <laughs> really, uh, the really like Yankee shots we saved to the end, and the guy, the guy holding her down is actually her um her manager from the label. Um, we were <laughs> we were short of a hand, and uh, the label rep was the only person kind of spare. So we had him he, the whole time um, doing it, and we told him to just kind of tear her up, and <laughs> he, and he did. And so a lot of her reactions are. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was a real stretch for her to kind of scream and look. Well, it, 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 it,
4: it was strange too because there's a violence to the video, but there's also a strange eroticism. So I'll just you know I'll leave that to you know leave that to your imaginations as to how they sort of dealt with that on in the car on the way home. Correcting you know, <laughs> sort of her. See, knowing yeah.
0: that is a whole different.
1: That gives a whole different layer, la- kind of layer yeah. to it.
0: Now,
4: yeah, because yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I was gonna because I was gonna ask about how you cast someone to be like. The murder hands and yeah. and uh, that's a really like interesting backstory. What what was the conversation like? Asking the manager to to play that role what, was that something that you asked him to do on set?
3: It was just it was kind of like you know when you you um you draw straws. <laughs> no, even it was it was a case of originally it was going to be um because when you when you shoot in the tank there has to be two safety guys uh, who are just these sort of trained scuba divers there and uh, originally it was going to be one of them but then. The safe health and safety people said absolutely not. Um, so it was really just a case of we had one person there who literally one person, yeah, who, who didn't have a very specific job. Um, but we've so, done, I mean, we've done stuff with creeping hands
4: before. Like it has become slightly a little, a little bit of a thing in like one or two of our previous videos. But
3: our normal hand creeper wasn't available because <laughs> I mean that
4: was more that was more like choreography and, and dance based. Yeah. And he's got really sort of strong hairy forearms, but he had you
3: know was available so but it was just a case of yeah just whoever the spare pair of hands sort of yeah it. I,
2: was, I was actually going to ask about the the mystery hands because I, I did notice that you use them in the Sarah Belkner video for with yeah. you as well would you say that's kind of becoming like a, a trademark of yours these hands or or was it more of a coincidence that, that you keep coming back to hands well,
4: I think uh, it's a coincidence I think I mean, so yeah. I mean I think um well, I would say I hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <right on. laughs> uh, oh, I mean, that's a hard question.
3: No, I actually see them as very yeah. separate, kind of in my the head hands very in, separate, yeah. in this video and the last one. I you know, this one, it was, it was kind of really all about. Like, we don't see it as a disembodied hand in, in, in the Marika one. We kind of see it as just sort of, you don't see who's doing it sort of thing. Mm. Um, whereas with Sarah, it was very much meant to be kind of ghost hands or whatever. Yeah, um, in
0: the With You video, they're, they're literally like hands that are cut off
3: you know not yeah, cut off, we, like like bloody
0: but they're 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 disembodied like literally.
3: yeah we were painted out sort of the uh, way you could see his hands and i mean his head and his shoulders and um but he's also quite a like in some ways a, a
4: well i won't say diminutive irish man but he is he's not the biggest irish man around and and he was actually quite well hidden behind yeah, her yeah. on the bed a lot of the time and you just couldn't actually see where he was yeah. so some painting out and some just you know really well hidden Irishman. <laughs>
0: that helps when you've got you don't have to paint as much out
2: that's helps to yeah. have a small Irishman
0: around um,
2: <laughs> um, um, I was reading a, an interview with uh, with marika where she mentioned um, the visual artist Bill Viola as being uh, an inspiration for the video, and I had to google his work of course, but um, there's obviously um, some big similarities between his work and the video. I'm just wondering, is that an, an, a reference point that you guys brought to the mix, or was it more her? Or?
3: No, that was in our original treatment. Yeah, we were looking at a lot of Bill Viola and uh, and Under the Skin. But I actually think Under the Skin looked at Bill Viola as well because it's kind of impossible not to see um, mm-hmm. the similar similarities there. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was something we brought brought in the treatment. We were also looking at um, Let the Right One In. Um, the original, uh, the Swedish film, um, the kind of the climax in the pool at the end. Um, we really liked how they, how they did that.
4: But I guess, um, I guess, I mean, like, I mean, vi- I think Bill Viola was a kind of a visual reference primarily, um, initially. But then we do have that kind of <clears throat> sort of image of her. You know, she sort of sinks away from the hand and then kind of rises back up again. And, and in Bill Viola's videos, there's a lot of like people sinking and then rising because he there's all this stuff about um, sort of transfiguration and, you know, resurrection and mm-hmm. this sort of quasi-religious uh, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um,
3: he wasn't... In my head, he wasn't... So when we make it, I wasn't really thinking about his stuff. right Because I think, I mean, his I stuff know. is kind of... I don't know, it's what a bit... Is, it's very much abstract.
4: It's more abstract. This is actually kind of quite visceral in a way, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. I can definitely see the, the difference yeah. there because this is... There is dreamlike qualities to it, but or nightmare-like qualities to it, but yeah. there it it is very real. I mean, those hands are, are like you said, kind of like jerking her around, and those reactions are, you know, very, very real, which is why, you know, I, I'm wondering if when you pitch a video like that, that kind of relies so heavily on the acting of the star. Do you guys ever get, not nervous, but, you know, kind of wonder if, you know, artist or singer can can pull that off because there's a lot of kind of uh, you know technical and and kind of acting pressure to put to, to put someone under.
3: I think we um, we looked a lot of her last videos and kind of looked at how she how she kind of performs and comes across in them and kind of you know maybe kind of pitch something that would would f- fit inside what we have already seen. Um, and we I know we kind of wanted her to be quite reactive, I think, to a lot of it. Um, so it. I don't know. I don't think it was too much of a, of a of a stretch. We we didn't we well we didn't we didn't set out to do anything that would be kind of that would involve too much actually. But, but you yeah. know the thing is like because she's underwater, so you know by
4: the end of that sort of forty second take or whatever it is, that's like a minute and a half into the video. I mean, you know, she kind of wants to take a breath, and you can kind of see that. And you know a lot of those takes where she's like thrashing about she's already been underwater for 20 or 30 seconds and she's she's exhausted so it's just kind of embodying what's what's happening it's not it's not even sort of acting necessarily i mean i don't know i don't know if i'd throw her into a full-on kind of narrative video and you know, um, know. But, but but um yeah she she was kind of she was kind of drowning a
3: little bit yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> but um that's the, but, uh, if yeah, you're yeah.
0: gonna film someone drowning why not drown them for real
3: well, that was kind of the thinking. We, actually, the whole thing is We actually,
4: looked at videos of that, actually, didn't we? Like, people drowning. Like, there's this, all yeah, these yeah. videos on YouTube. and Like, it's a bit distressing, but there's this idea that people are really kind of placid when they, they drown, and you, it's really difficult to spot drowning behaviours mm-hmm. because people just, like... They go into this almost, um like, paralysed mm-hmm. kind of state. Um, mm-hmm.
3: So, yeah, we did our research, but... But she didn't actually <laughs> take uh She didn't really need a whole lot of direction. It was more... You know the direction we ended up giving her was more sort of sort of technical in terms of like when to look at the camera and you know when not to and you know how how to respond to maybe the kind of the fingers going in her mouth sort of thing, but
4: we were just on the microphone saying more erotic more erotic yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um but no I mean she took what direction we gave very well, but she didn't actually sort of need a whole lot of a whole lot of pushing um performance wise where well, yeah, she did she not gave a well, a lot <laughs> of physical push. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm curious what um what you guys were going for with the styling, her styling in the video. The video, like you mentioned, starts with a uh, kind of like a converse shoe kind of floating across, and she's in kind of like uh
3: like more kind of casual clothes. I, I would I would describe it as what was behind that decision. Well, we kind of wanted to look like she'd just been kind of plucked up off the street and submerged. We thought it would kind of add to the the kind of not the absurdity, but just the kind of the casual kind of horror of it like I don't know I think there's a temptation when you do underwater stuff to kind of put women in the most flowing sort horrible, of flowy white sort of thing you can and we kind of yeah again was, I guess it kind of goes back to uh, the underwater being a bit more beside the point um, you know um, yeah so, thing she, we were talking about earlier. so I think I think in a way the ordinary heightens the absurd um, well it's not just the absurd but more, more the kind of well, the violence of it. Um, we didn't. We we just didn't want to look like she was meant to be there, sort of thing. Yeah,
0: um, sure. you're right. You're, when you mentioned that, I I my mind flashed back to about 15 videos that I've seen of somebody in you know underwater drowning, and they're like in a giant Victorian era dress, <laughs> yeah. that just has you know as many <laughs> things floating around as possible. Um, and yeah. I think that would have definitely kind of detracted from the effect here because she is in def she's in street clothes. Um, yeah. And it looks like she's not supposed to be there, um, yeah. which is which is really important, I think, to the overall effect.
1: Yeah, a, a flowing dress it makes it feel like too much, like a music video almost, and and out of place, you know, like that. It takes you out of it, and you're like, oh, I'm watching a beautiful lady underwater. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's actually the- um, having
2: her styled that way, uh, which actually reminds me even more so of what you mentioned was a reference point, the Only You video. Uh, I remember the running shoes were really prominently placed in that video as well. So it kind of ties it together nicely into that
3: one too. Yeah, that's yes, true actually. actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, whoops. Um, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, something uh, not related to the video, but we wanted to ask is, so you guys are a directing duo Brian plus Carl. And uh, I was wondering, do you guys usually keep the plus the plus? Nomenclature in there, or do you usually go by Brian and Carl?
3: We go Brian and Carl. I think I think this is on our website with Brian plus Carl. Let's just that check our just, website now. Let me look. Because yeah, because that was sort of, yeah, just you fun. share
0: that uh, that with uh, that aspect with the American uh, directing duo um, Lamar plus Nick. Who are, but then they're very particular. I don't know if you've heard of them or seen their work. They're very particular, but yeah, the plus yeah. being in between their name.
3: Oh really? No, I think we just. We just had a font for the website, and the plus looks better than the and. <laughs> you know, I think it's actually the same font. I'm looking at the... That's why it looks so good. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you guys... Edit that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why did you
1: bring that up, Adam? Uh, I- I'm curious how... Because you guys are credited also as um, editing the video together, and I'm curious kind of how that breaks down, how you guys are able to kind of edit um, edit a project together.
4: We sort of do it in sweeps in a way, like yeah, yeah. it's, you know, like... Um, I and mean, I then we kind
3: of look at what we've got together first and then... Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, Brian's really great at laying down the big, sort of the, the bones and, and, and the sort of the skeleton of, of the video, and then sometimes I'll sweep through and, and do some of the detail, and we go back and and uh, edit each other's work. Um, so it's it's
3: kind of like... It's, if there's something kind of more rapid cut, that's probably Carl, whereas the, <laughs> the longest stuff is usually
0: me um and you know, you know we're always interested we're always... in talking to, to music video directing duos because i think it's something that's kind of unique to the art form i mean there are a few like film directing yeah. duos but i you know it, it's it's i think some of the best to work oftentimes in music videos is done by duos um how, how did you guys kind of agree to be a duo? Was it just something a mutual admiration of your of your work, or some sort of circumstances like that?
3: No, we started together. Um, we're actually like a couple in real life, just to add to the the kind of pressure, I guess. Um, <laughs> and we, yeah, about a year after we met, we made a we just sort of on a whim because Carl Carl's more kind of a writer, and like he have been working on his novel for a million years. And I kind of always did more sort of theater and design stuff. Um, but yeah, about a year after we met, we just on a whim made a, a short film that went viral. Um, and then off the Is that back Squirrel? of that. yes, yeah, well, Yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so we, we made that short film Squirrel, um, and that went viral. And uh, yeah. off the back of that, kind of Carl had a musician friend. So we made a video for her. And then her singing teacher, who's actually Sarah Belkner from the last video, needed a, a music video. It and just then her no friend problem. in the music no video, really, it? and it kind of, and this is all in Sydney as well. Um, so we made a bunch of independent music videos, and then a year ago moved to London and got repped, and yeah, just been kind of pitching and making stuff since. So it, yeah, it's just kind of it, it was this organic it, thing. It was a of,
4: natural kind of progression. Yeah. I mean, I never thought I would be directing music videos in London, but <laughs> here we are. Um,
0: I think you guys may be the the. The only music, like couple music video directing duo other than Bangs, I think. Doug, am I correct? Hey. No,
1: you're, you're thinking of what?
0: I'm thinking of Watts. Sorry. Never mind. Sorry, Bangs. Um, yeah. But uh, that's really interesting. Oh, we, know, no, we
4: know another one, actually. We know another one. There's you know really... a Matthew, Matthew and Fran. Do you know those guys? They, they're they also London based. Uh, what have they done? They did an awesome promo for Ross Chimes, Turn Me Out. Have you seen Anna it? Anna Calvin. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I've seen a that. Beautiful promo they did for. Um, Calvi, and a They did an awesome Dan did crawl, one So yeah, yeah we've well. kind of, but we should milk that a bit more. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, just like all the time. Just like make sure it's like, look, you gotta, you gotta say it when you, when you put, put when you write about this. Just make sure to mention it so yeah. people think it's cool.
3: Yeah. Or or awful depending. <laughs> <on>. <laughs>
0: So, Doug uh, and Adam and everybody, we took a week off for Thanksgiving break. Um, you guys do not have Thanksgiving in in the UK, am I correct in, in that?
3: No, but yeah. we got we got Black Friday this year, which was... Nice.
0: Oh, so I heard about that. Yeah, it's moved over. Congratulations.
3: Yeah, people in hospital... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it actually black? Like bad things happened? Yeah, like bad things. It was mental. Yeah, uh, that's... We're, we're, we're way world. used to
1: that. How was that? How and in Canada? Did that also happen in Canada? Uh, Adam Alexander. Uh, a yeah, uh, prop. Yes. It did. In terms of black Black Friday was a thing, and you also didn't you also didn't have Thanksgiving. Uh, not
2: not then. Ours it was, was a early. You have a different yeah. one. Okay. Um,
1: but yeah. we we you know we uh
0: there's a lot of amazing music videos that uh, happened and were released in the last uh, two weeks. We just talked about one. It, um, drowned by like
2: Black Friday actually. What? What are you talking can about? Jump right to the Mr. Wazzle video. Ham.
0: Okay. We, can, the, do, we, we can do that. We, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're always You're looking really for transitions here, and why not then? Uh, why not that one? Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's start off with uh, we're going to talk about a few music videos that came out in the last two weeks because it's been a really interesting um, past few weeks for some pretty amazing music videos. Um, and the first one, as Adam has rightly pointed out, has to do with uh, maybe the saddest Black Friday of all. And that is uh, a song called Ham by an artist that you may or may not have heard of, uh, Mr. Oizo, but a director that if you've listened to this podcast before, you probably have definitely heard of Eric Wareheim of Tim and Eric and starring um, uh, one of my favorite actors for all of the crazy shit he does. That is Mr. John C. Riley. Um, Doug, why don't you, cause you, you staff picked this video. Uh, why don't you take us through this one?
1: uh so this uh, video is it was released on Black Friday like you mentioned and it 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 kind of follows a similar line that Black Friday follows so it starts with uh John C. Riley just as like the ugliest fattest uh person in an angry person in the world and he's on a um scooter um. But he and he's with, also he has a kind of and he's got a little with point a, itself, with a right. fat, no, a large small person a large small person or a or a son he's he's credited as son so it's which is an interesting I mean in an Eric Wareheim world who knows why and not so, yeah like in real life he's probably an adult but in terms of wh- what he is in this video it's kind of obscured anyway um, John C Riley it's important to mention that in his scooter. He has uh, chips in the basket and he's <laughs> pouring hot sauce on them and eating them. Um, and so as he uh, is rolling down the street, uh, throwing burritos at ladies and stuff, he uh, has a magazine, an ad- advertisement magazine, uh, that indicates that there's a toy on sale. Uh, that he needs, and he seems very excited about that. So he rushes over to the toy store, to the store, which has the this toy among everything. It's essentially like what a, what a Walmart would be in an Eric Wareheim video. It's got all of the things, but it's the shittiest place in the world. So he goes to this place, and everyone there is equally as disgusting as him, and uh, a, a fight breaks out, all, similar to what you may see at a Black Friday. Um between three people for the final toy, and um, it, instead of kind of figuring out who should get it in a civil way, um, they all pull out guns and sh- shoot each other, <laughs> and that's the video. So that was fun to describe. Uh, that's what happens uh, in this video, and it's, and it's very uh, okay. um, yep. h- hilarious and also disturbing. I just want to
2: add uh, a couple things. The toy is actually um, sort of the, uh, the trademark character for Mr. Wazzo. Um, he's actually seen in one of their other videos for actually a song that everyone's heard, Flatbeat. It was like huge in the 90s and played on like dance mix CDs and stuff. So, yeah, that's actually the, the Mr. Wazzo character. Wazzo. Yeah, it's yeah, actually Wazo. It's uh which is bird in French. And uh I don't know if he's supposed to be a bird. He doesn't seem to have wings or anything, but uh but it's definitely a a, der- a derivative version of Wazo in French.
1: What, did, did you guys like this video? Loved it.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean I mean the first time we tried to watch we were eating. Uh, <laughs> so. It got turned off pretty fast. Because we watch,
4: it's because we watch music videos at breakfast. It's like, instead of reading the newspaper, we sit down yeah. and we watch it. And I was like, "Fuck, we're not watching this <laughs> yeah. right now." But um, um yeah, no, we thought it was. <laughs> that was insane. Like, I loved, I love the way, like, you know, he's trying to speed up and he's putting more like hot sauce oh, on yeah. his chips as he's like scooting to the yeah. shop, and, and you know, the fact that, you know, they're these two like ugly, almost always sort of like zombie-like. It's oh, like yeah. they're infested with. Something but then,
3: I, but like... then I love the reveal that it's not just them, but that's actually kind of the, world, just the world where that's genius. the woman outside turns around and it's like, oh fuck, what is this nightmare?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just a, like horrible looking people just like made <laughs> to look like it. zombies is a great, because if you look at the, just the, the thumbnail from the video, it's just John C. Riley looking dead into the camera. Like, like it easily could be from like the walking Dead or something like very easily could be his character. Um, and what I love about, um, kind of Tim and Eric stuff in general, but you, you get a lot of it in Eric Wareham's music videos, is he, he's able to, like, use lowest common denominator, like, that's the vessel in which he, like, makes a much deeper statement. And I, in some videos, the statement is a little bit more subdued. This one's kind of very obvious, the statement that they're trying to make. But they, they make it really well with with, like, really, like, Low, like just gross gross stuff and and violence and just like ho- completely insanity uh they're they're able to make he's able to make a lot a larger point uh with this video I think that's fantastic
3: yeah it kind of makes you think of his um kind of what going what you're saying his video for wishes the beach houses beach house and it's a really moving beautiful cinematic video but when you, when you actually look at the detail it's it's like what is what the fuck is this This is kind of you know bizarro world sports field with <laughs> laura palmer's dad lip-syncing <laughs> female song but for some reason it kind of just feels feels like a powerful moving very earnest sort of experience
0: and let's give it up for john c Riley, who i believe is either nominated or has won an oscar um, <laughs> Yo, and and for Chicago, maybe? For yeah. Chicago, he was, uh, yeah, he was the uh, Roxy Hart's uh, husband in Chicago. Um, don't ask there's, me, I know There's that.
1: definitely some some synergy there with uh, John C. Reilly and, and, and Tim and Eric, obviously. Yeah, and because he is... checking out with Dr. Steve Ruhl. Dr. Steve Ruhl, yeah. The, well, probably the greatest character invented in... <laughs> in my lifetime uh, and he totally
0: he, he he sells is unbelievably in this I feel like he, I can't really picture anybody else in this role like you guys mentioned the standing up and and you know hot saucing his chips <laughs> as he is uh, kind of speeding up and at that point you really don't know where the thing is going Um, right it could go anywhere it really could could go go anywhere anywhere. (laughs) yeah especially Um, the fact that his quote unquote somebody the the you know the little person that is credited as his son is on sort of like a it's not like a caboose that is (laughs) normal it is like a (laughs) giant it's it's got a microwave
1: (laughs) yeah it is absolutely ridiculous this world uh yeah it's 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 crazy um and uh one thing we should mention uh, this music video was shot by Andrew Wheeler, who I believe is going to be our guest next week. Uh, unless we take a week to do the best of the year. He's coming on soon. And we'll talk about this video uh, with Andrew uh, soon. And if you he, listen, Andrew, we're coming for you. Wheels. You um, may know him as Wheels. Another... Uh, just, just real quick, around. I want to go around the room. Who has eaten chips with hot sauce on it? I'm a no. Uh, yeah, I have. Just direct chip at... Hot sauce and chips. Yes. Not like. Nope. Not me. <laughs> Fair hope is a yes. Man, we're saving that conversation for another time. <laughs> Stay tuned for part two of Adam has eaten chips with hot sauce. Um, um,
0: another uh, kind of. Uh, there are a few videos on the list of uh, directed by people who have been on the podcast. We always like to harp on that. So why don't we go over to one of those? Um, one whoop. of them is uh, for Run the Jewels. Oh my darling, don't cry. Um, which is directed by. Uh, Timothy Cicenti, who's been been on this podcast oh it was a while ago. I'll link to the episode in the show notes. Um this is uh the director the sorry, the rap duo, uh um LP and Killer Mike, known as Run the Jewels. Um and this has the thing that amuses me so much about this video is the title, Oh my darling, and in parentheses, don't cry. <laughs> in the video, L P says that he would like you know, the people that are hating on him to run backwards through a field of dicks. So the, the <laughs> title, the title of the song and the uh, lyrics don't really match up, but this is a very, Timmy, um, Timmy. It's just observation.
1: What's that? I said, it's an interesting observation. I think that's a, that is a, a great explanation of what, what, what the tools are just that, that right there, this title versus those lyrics. Uh, um, and I, this, I feel... this, this video is
0: not like it's not a narrative video. It's a very stylized video. It's got LP and Killer Mike uh, performing in it. Um, it's a very very kind of sensory overload, um, which is you know uh, Timothy Sincere is a very visual you know visual graphic guy, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought this video was was really success- successful though. The last video you know, he's directed a few um, videos for um, LP, including um, uh, what's it called, Doug. Uh, he's done a
1: few the the full retard uh, stay down, um, and then he also did thirty six inch chain w- uh, for Run the Jewels last year. Um, so th- this is now his fourth collaboration um, with LP. But the the one you're thinking of, uh, Adam, that you that is the that is your favorite. That's the full retard, which uh, is features uh, Mr. Killams. Which is a little, which is a little rat, uh, that a uh, puppet that murders people. Um, but but uh, we digress a little bit. We should talk a little bit about oh my darling, don't cry. Uh, it's what I what I found is interesting. I, I think it's a great video. I think you you have to do performance stuff like this with Run the Jewels. I feel like they have just so much energy. Even just listening to them, like it's a very like energetic song, and they're they just you kind of have to show that uh, with an artist like this. And I think what Timothy does in addition to that is pretty unique for a hip hop video. Um, you know, I don't think you see um, something styled like this very often uh, in in hip hop. I think it's it's pretty unique. Uh, the way the visual effects are made done and, and that kind of thing, I think it's, uh, you, you see it in, in other types of music videos but not necessarily in hip hop videos. So I think it's pretty sweet. Uh, And and that's cool. Uh, The one more thing I wanted to talk about this video, it's very interesting. Uh, LP and Killer Mike have been uh, engaging people on Twitter uh, who have been uh, voicing their opinions that they don't like the fact that there is a naked woman in this music video and, like, giving giving them a hard time about it. And they've been pretty, like, uh, you know, they've been... Fighting back with that, uh, with their with their thoughts on that, and I think naked women is not something that's new in a hip hop video, but I think it's also done in a way that you don't necessarily see very frequently. Timothy Cicente, uh does like this type of thing, projecting things on you know, kind of different silhouettes. Um, frequently, it even comes up in his um, "Fall in Love" video for Fantagram. There are similar images. So wait, I don't understand. People are mad that there's like a nude woman for like a split second with like
0: ra- projected you know. all, all <laughs> over. Yeah, well,
1: it, I mean, people. I don't know how many people are doing this, but they're doing that <laughs> thing on Twitter where they're like, uh, you know, including the the like they're publicly talking with these people, you know, putting the period before the ad mention and stuff. Okay. So, you know, it's something that you see just by following these guys on Twitter. So it is something that they're kind of being vocal about. Like maybe they knew they would have to address this. And so they wanted to like, let their thoughts be known. I just thought it was really interesting that they're kind of like taking this stuff on head on. I mean, run the jewels are pretty hot right now and people are paying attention to what they're saying. And it's and Mike, uh, killer Mike is, you know frequently on the news talking about a lot of you know you know violence in america you know police brutality there people are kind of paying attention to what these guys are saying right now and it's just interesting that they're talking about that stuff right now it's
3: kind of funny to hear that and the thing that struck us watching this video was that it it very much feels like well the, the naked women bits very much feel like the early bond uh, title themes like the sort of from russia with love era Mm-hmm. Goldfinger projections on, on, naked women as opposed to sort of a gratuitous sort of rap video kind of thing. I mean, I think it's I think uh, like it's, I think there's actually quite a beauty to the yeah to the kind of silhouettes and stuff of the. But women I, think, I mean, it's also
4: to me, it's also mean you know, a classic objectification of women's bodies. But that's that's nothing new, and I don't think this video you know transgresses that you know that mm-hmm. trope in a particularly you know offensive way. I mean, the other thing we noticed too about it, well, Brian picked up on it. Was maybe the use of um, uh, slit slit scan uh, in some of those kind of effects? Um, I don't know if you guys picked on picked up on that too, but
0: what is uh, what's slit know. scan?
3: Slit scan. It's um, the super old. We might be wrong, but it looks like it's to us a super old technique. That's how um, Kubrick did the the big Stargate or whatever it is sequence at the end of Space Odyssey. But it's um, it's a sort of d- dividing the image up so you're kind of registering time as opposed to. Uh, to visuals, all this stuff with them looking really warped. Um, it's basically uh, like you sort of almost it's it's like a it's not quite time it's sort
4: of a time staggered time is sort of staggered within the image, and that's how you get those kind of wavy effects. You know, kind of like horizontally, or you can you can sort of do it vertically. Um,
3: yeah, that's it's interesting. Sort of you
0: mentioned cool. that because I that's something I noticed in uh, another video that's on our list. Gary Clark Jr. is "When My Train Pulls In." Um, I'm not sure if that's the same or or maybe is it very pronounced? Can you like if you're looking at an image, you can tell that it's warped? Yeah, yeah no, like, it's, it's
3: like the stuff with with the two guys kind of rotating. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you talking those really like
1: sh- the the really strong visual effects. There's like two really strong visual effects. There's one where like the image kind of rotates around the screen, but uh, kind of in a circle. but then you're talking about the one where they're like they're rotating and their arms are like stretching out and becoming disoriented and stuff.
3: Yeah and there's ones where they kind of look generally kind of just wibbly. Right. Um, but I'd be mm-hmm. curious to know if that's what he did because it's it's sort of a technique we've looked at a lot and it's yeah cool to see it done well.
0: Knowing um, Timothy Susensi, I do not I I, I would feel that is highly likely that is the effect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he's he's done a lot of really amazing uh he he would definitely know what what uh, slit scan is and how to yeah. use it. Um, he's done a lot of pretty amazing, you know, practical visual effects like that. Um, mm. the, uh, the the I, I'm just kind of amazed that this is at, a controversy at all. I guess I, I think I feel like the part of it is the fact that Killer Mike, as Doug said, is on uh, American like 24 hour cable news a lot as a commentator, and in fact, you know, and especially considering you know the recent events. In U.S. news, uh, like his little clips of him on you know different news shows has floated around a lot. And he's been a
1: a, a very eloquent commentator. Oh, he's been fantastic.
0: Um, So I think it kind of attracts. uh, You know, when I saw nude women in this, I didn't even there was zero things in my like brain that even registered. Oh no, there's a naked lady in here. Um, It just seemed to kind of fit perfectly (laughs) with the whole uh, run the jewels ethos and sure, yeah. If you
1: if you look, if you look at the Twitter a little bit I may I might have mischaracterized it a little bit. So what was maybe happening is people were saying stuff and he was kind of addressing that and kind of giving his thoughts and then more fans were coming in and kind of being aggressive towards like the people who were making those initial statements and being like why is why is my favorite rapper sound like a feminist right now and like being <laughs> angry like that and then like that became the larger issue it's worth taking a walk down the old lp twitter account and and seeing for yourselves um and that is the real lp on twitter um let's let's move on to uh, some more stuff one of those things that we should move on
0: to is uh, a video directed by another friend of the podcast, and that is Charlie XEX Breaking Up, directed by a good bud's brother, um, who, when if we're talking about styles, brother definitely has one of the most defined styles uh, out there, I think. And this is a video that has been, uh, I don't know how much we can say, Doug, but it has been kind of well, waiting I think we to s- go out for a long time. This is
1: a video has been done seven for a months. while. Seven, seven months it's been done so we, i think we could say that because they've been talking about it publicly okay on on their twitters we're talking a lot about people's tweets um but yeah b- breaking up charlie xcx yeah it's been done for a while it this video was made before charlie xcx uh was on like before fancy came out and so i think you know when when an artist suddenly like rockets up to being super famous uh which is kind of what happened to Charlie XEX after Fancy, um, Iggy, the Iggy Azalea song, um, you know, things change. And so this video kind of, you know, got moved around a little bit, I think is a way to describe it. But uh, I, think, I think we should talk about this video. Adam, Adam Alexander, I think, should tell us what happens in this video
2: yeah sure I, I was just gonna toss in one little fact too that i read today that fancy was the most uh viewed video of this year so just a kind of testament to how much charlie has blown up uh, this year
1: we will uh we'll 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 give you those r- numbers specifically soon so whatever that source you're quoting don't trust it
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway this video is uh as adam mentioned um kind of fits into the uh 80s 90s kind of cult style that we often see in a brother video um and it has sort of a little bit of a, a narrative uh bit to it at least at first the setup is that uh uh charlie's dating a dude and he's kind of an asshole and they break up and then uh, her friends they kind of go to a bowling alley and the ex-boyfriend is kinda tied up and gagged and uh... and then they just kinda like be badass and, and cute all around his tied and gagged body and then one thing i really liked was uh... like the videos kinda just them at the bowling alley but then they kinda splice in these really cool like animated um little shots that, uh, very highly stylized and stuff, and it's all cut together very, very well, and it's a cool, fun video. I like it. This,
0: uh, (laughs) it's, I think it's really important to look at this and remember this is before Fancy, because, um, this is, like, a very different Charlie XCX sound.
1: This is more of her, like...
2: The song uh, is newer, though.
0: This song is newer, well... I mean, well, this song
1: obviously has been around over seven months, but like, it's 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 definitely less poppy than what the like the other stuff. I mean, it's pretty poppy too, actually. I think this. I think all of the stuff that's come, like her last album, was a lot more was a lot different than what's coming out. I still think the stuff she's doing now is is great. Um, But but it's a a different sound. This
0: sounds significantly different than Boom Clap or Break the Rules in terms of how poppy it is. It's just a little more grungier, I would say. And she's, you know, the Break the Rules is directed by Mark Clasfeld, who's a great director, but a very poppy director. Um, So this is definitely a different direction for her. I know that Charlie XTX really loves the kind of brother aesthetic and she's, she's very into that. Um, so this is why I really wanted to see this video because I think it was an interesting merging of, you know, artist, uh, um, you know, interest in a style and, and director as well. So
3: good job, brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You, you mentioned she loves her style because it, the videos that she did prior to all the ones from her new album all have that have like a very like, tumbler feel to them like a, and which is a lot closer to what brother is doing not the brother has our like tumblr stuff but it's it you know a, a more field video is like a very specific type of video and that's just like super glossy you know big big pop video it's interesting because listening to adam describe the video and i think he did a great job adam but it, he it, you know just on the surface if you just like describe what happens in this video verse what happens just you know describing the what the just narrative is in the break the rules video they're not too far apart um she basically breaks up with her boyfriend and then goes bowling that's what the <laughs> narrative of of breaking up is but uh you know what is it you know what is the difference in between the videos obviously is the person who made them in the style of that director and um yeah, I kind of favor this this kind of style, and it's in grungy is really interesting. Adam, that you use that term too, because that is kind of the style of her performance in this video. She's got like a, whole, a full band and a lot of drum sets, and feels very grungy.
2: Just to clarify, I found uh, just a little bit more about Fancy there um, from USA Today. So th- it was actually Vivo's most viewed video of the year. That's uh, that's the stat that. That I believe it's now.
3: Three hundred and eighty million
0: for views. Congrats. Was fancy uh as big in the UK as it was here?
3: Yeah, oh my god, that's everywhere. It's been interesting seeing because we just moved here from Sydney and obviously she's I mean, Iggy is Australian, but uh didn't at all kind of have a career in Australia. I think she moved to stateside pretty much straight away, but seeing it kind of and Australia trying to kind of claim her for their own sort of thing <laughs> um, which I, I don't I don't know how much connection she feels with it but she just won a bunch of Arias like two weeks ago um, which is the big kind of Grammys of Australia and we shouldn't show up or anything but there was this whole thing about well why should she because you know the Australian industry did nothing for her um, well it's
4: because she just moved the States straight away yeah. that's where you know that's where her music would Anyway, I think,
3: not, that yeah, that's the scene she... We're not going, going, going to, to have a domestic on it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, it's like... He's uh, <laughs> Australian and he's not. I mean, this shit comes along.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've found that uh, the the kind of like around the same time rise of Iggy Azalea from Australia and Lord from New Zealand is yeah. interesting because she's very much like of New Zealand and... Um, you know didn't have a career there but like it's constantly talking about new zealand and you know the uh video for lord was directed by Joel kafali who's from new zealand and she keeps a lot of roots there so i don't know where yeah, i'm you going with that
3: just roots. Some, a suburb in auckland
0: that's right yeah um
4: yeah, i mean i guess i guess lord's music was rooted in in, and kind of like I mean, it talks about her experiences as as a teenager growing up in you know in an unremarkable in an unremarkable southern, place. Yeah. Whereas I think Iggy Zeta's music is, is tapping into a kind of a tradition that exists solely in well you know exists in the US, and yeah. she's just sort of jumped straight into that. Mm-hmm. But I, don't know, I mean, I think I think Kiwi's also a bit kind of you know they're a bit tenacious and hold on to be a wee bit more. <laughs> oh, I think mean, everyone's very proud of Laura. Lord. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah she's going to be a national a national treasure, I think. Uh, it's, it's, along with uh, Lord of the Rings and yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I hear the uh, we had Joel Kafali uh record some uh commentaries director commentaries for us and while he did that we were, I was talking to him and and he mentioned that just the fact he directed the most recent Katy Perry this is how you do music video and he mentioned that like he made the newspaper in New Zealand just because he directed that video and so I think that they do get pretty prideful in their uh in the folks based on the the knowledge that we got from Joel Cafali. so and, I gotta, uh,
0: I gotta, what's that? speaking of oh and also Fly the Conchords and speaking of uh kind of a, a tales of uh pl- you know places where you grew up I think that's a good lead into the one my training yeah. pulls in video by Gary Clark Jr. directed by uh Carmela Michaela um a narrative video uh I think the Charlie XX video is relatively narrative, but this is a kind of a deep narrative video. Um, this kind of follows the I don't know. This is, I'm going to explain it, but this video confused uh, confused me. Although I liked it. Um, well, it's two narratives. Yeah, it's that right, two separate. narrative. It's a girl who is a senior in high school, I assume, um, and uh, you know a, a, a black family, a father and his son and his wife. And uh, the, the main it's a brother.
1: It's oh, two brothers. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. We'll start this over. Sorry. Let me. I think I just described it because oh, I God. had I had Carmela record a commentary uh, yesterday, and so she, I got to hear what it's about. And okay, go ahead. so there's no speculation needed. So yes, it's two kind of stories that are running alongside of each other. Uh, one of them, like you mentioned, is of a high school, a female high school senior uh, who is a cheerleader. She seems to, you know seems to be doing all of the right things but she is distracted by what appears to be an older boyfriend and then uh, a second narrative that kind of runs alongside, they cut between them is of two brothers um, who live with like a mom who seems kind of out of it, she's out of it you don't really see her taking any drugs or anything like that but it's kind of implied that she's probably like a drug user and this brother has um, he's stepped in and kind of taken responsibility to raise um, the, the, his younger brother. <clears throat> um, and so what I really, and, and then you kind of, those two narratives play out. And what I really liked about this video is these aren't necessarily like stories that are super new and unique. Like these aren't characters that are super new and unique, but I feel like where they went um, was, was very satisfying to me. Like, I think it was a really interesting, like, there was a, there's like a more obvious cliche place that these characters could go. And I think that where they, where they ultimately lead seems a little bit more real to me. Uh, and that's really, it was more satisfying. It's, it felt like a more natural ending.
0: I just, the, the, the scene that sticks out of my mind from this video is when she's in the college counseling, uh, office or whatever waiting and she's got like a book that says freshman year in college or something like that and her boyfriend like wraps on the glass and she dumps the books in the trash right right you didn't it, need to dump them in the trash
1: no she did it. it was a little it was it was a it was very poor decision making I, I think that goes i think that goes to the fact that you know at at, at that age that's like that's what, like that's kind of what they're setting up this character as, like someone who has like opportunities, but is like literally like dumping them uh, for so she can like go set have sex with her boyfriend in the car uh, and is then she get pregnant like,
0: by the end of the video. Is that was that what Carmela was going for?
2: She has I, some bruising on her side. I think like,
1: she's yeah, yeah. I think she's just it was just like a particularly like uh, uncomfortable. Uh, sexual experience in like a gross truck and then she uh was just like feeling regret after that and in put- kind of potentially um you know re- questioning her questionable decisions um so yeah
0: it's um yeah and then they had the, they threw or Carmelo threw in the uh the the, the dad the, this is one of my favorite not favorite, but a music video character that we see relatively frequently, and it's the dad who's, like, kind of, like, hitting on his teenage daughter. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I can't name any videos, but I feel like that's, like, uh, when I saw him, I was like, oh, there's that guy again. He's always hitting on his teenage daughter. It, it,
1: maybe it's a <laughs> step. Maybe it's a step dad. Uh, I guess that's not completely clear, but I also thought that it was her dad, but, uh, it, you know, I, so what I was kind of getting at before, like, I feel like in like a more obvious music video that these like... They would have these, won the lottery or something. Oh, no, no. I think it would have gone like in the different, it, it, like the opposite direction. Like this this brother who seems like a great guy, like being responsible for his brother and also like, even though his mom is kind of like checked out, he's still like helping her out too. He doesn't seem to be like angry at his mom. And uh... Like, I feel like in a more cliche music video, he would, like, go break the law Hmm. or something. Um,
0: Yeah, he's a good brother. He Uh, he hangs in there.
2: It's a really good way to kind of add a narrative to a music video, given that they're kind of short in length, because it doesn't really have, like, a definitive, like, story arc to it. It's more like just, like, a glimpse into these two lives. Like, it doesn't really have, like... A big ending and, and and that kind of a thing. It's more like kind of just like you're looking in at their lives. I like that
1: about it. And the older brother is played by Keith Stanfield, who you may know from the film Short Term 12, or or maybe you don't know him from that. Well, you know, no, way. we, oh,
3: we, no, we don't. Uh-oh. Oh, you guys
1: don't. I was I was talking about. I was talking to just like the the in the straw man listener
3: that, <laughs> <laughs> that I referenced. Uh what did, what did you guys think about the, this video though? We, that, uh, yeah, no, we don't, kind of what, what you were just saying Adam, um, about about how we just kind of, it's like this sort of miniature portrait of these two separate people kind of on the cusp of something but you know, never kind of resolves it it just kind of shows us two situations and hints at, at maybe what the outcomes could be on either end or you know, without kind of mm. shoehorning in any kind of resolution that it doesn't want to have, and um, the fact that you know, you have
4: this expectation that maybe those two are or those two sort of narratives are going to kind of collide, but yeah, you know, but they don't. And I think there's there is a kind of a beauty in the in the sort of the separateness of that.
3: That's I think kind that's parallel, yeah, I think thematic, sort of yeah. I would fuck the cinematography that's what kind of what we can yeah, yeah. get over.
1: Yeah, it's shot by Steve Anis, who's kind of like yeah. a legend.
3: Yeah, we were just watching his Brian Ferry video earlier today. Um, the Eve McCauley yeah. video, like that's just beautifully shot. Yeah, he's like um, our new favorite DP. We're just sort of looking through all this stuff.
4: Let's look him up. <It's> <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, no,
0: for Loop de Lee.
4: Yeah, that one. Yeah. Loop de Lee, Yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful video.
0: Um, See if we chat with for the blog.
1: We should do that. We can do that, right?
4: Mention that. Uh,
0: we can, and it, this kind of goes back to a, a, a conversation that we or, or a topic that we we used to go over on the the podcast a lot or and on the blog as well Um, this idea that music videos are really the only medium that you can kind of do something like this like show just a piece and not really have any pressure or obligation to do a narrative arc I think I think it's a little different in short films where I think you're if not a full kind of classic narrative arc are expected to have some sort of know set up and and some sort of resolution and music videos are so freeform that you can do something like that you can just say here are these people and you know we're gonna just we're gonna tell you a little bit about them uh but we're not going to kind of interweave these stories you know we don't even guarantee that there's some sort of overarching you know thread between them or something you can take away from this is just a a glimpse of that and i I think it's, it's kind of the beauty of the simplicity of like oh how open ended music videos are. You can do something like that. Yeah,
3: definitely.
0: So another video on the list and and you know, we are we running a gamut of like narrative videos, really stylistic videos, and we're going into the territory of the super uh, stylized video and kind of conceptual video with How'd you like it by Rosie Lowe, directed by us. Um, Who's it as a group that we haven't uh, discussed on the podcast too much? Another directing duo, um, but they've directed some pretty fantastic music videos. Um, I Will Never Change by Benga is one that comes to mind. Um, This video, like I said, very conceptual, uh, takes place in a lot of like abandoned spaces um, and a lot of nudity. Uh, It's one of those videos where there's a lot of kind of tracking shots of kind of tableaus. Um, and in the you know in the video you can see one of the main you know visual concepts of the video is these two uh, nude people uh, kind of uh, together t- they're together yeah torn, tied together by these very like weird they're not string they're kind of like digital string it's very odd um, actually.
2: I just want to add something to that. I, I thought they were a, vi- a video effect, but I read uh, an interview with us, and they said that it's actually something called reflective yarn. So it is actually uh Reflective sort of, yarn. Yeah, it's like a tangible – sure Some VFX, like when she's they've got her suspended, they've obviously done some some editing there. But apparently the yarn is actually uh, a thing.
1: So there's a practical effect. That's pretty – that makes it cooler.
0: Um, I know. Wow, okay, well, I'm going to include a link to Amazon where you can buy some reflective <laughs> yarn if you want. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, Brian and Carl, have you guys uh, ever used reflective yarn in your videos?
3: No, we were uh, yeah, trying to figure out what it was, if it was a sort of yeah, special effect or some kind of grading thing. Yeah, it's but, kind uh, of a fun
0: effect, though. It, it definitely yeah. works.
3: yeah. But we kind of had it on authority
4: because you guys will be interested in this. so when you included this in the list of videos, we were like, "What?" because we only saw this video today um and the the old well i shouldn 't say old but the older woman in the video is actually our landlady
0: you're so <laughs> <laughs> your landlady from what from when
3: well, well from and, like, like we this house we live in london geez. we live we live with mary who's the the naked lady at about two minutes <laughs> and it's two minutes two fifteen so did so we, you
1: did you uh so you haven't said you have are you gonna mention it there you know oh, yeah she, she was showing
3: it. us this earlier today yeah, oh does. you so she showed you guys before before we asked you to watch it yeah, it just came out like yesterday or something. But she, I mean, um, she because like
4: she she does this independently. Like she's a retired teacher and she's a bit of an actor and she's always running off. And I tell you what, like the majority of her videos, she comes home, and she's like, "Yeah, I was naked," or "Yeah, you know, <laughs> I kissed this guy with tattoos and he's got tattoos on his dick." And you know, there was that, there was that video. Yeah, I'm where trying to find whether
3: that. She did a really great video um, earlier this year. So she comes home with all these crazy What's your stories, name, of, uh, Katie sure.
4: Katie Cow. But you know, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, thanks, Mary." I don't. I mean, I you know, <laughs> I wasn't necessarily going to watch it, but. um but then, yeah, and there she was. And then I think, like, the, the, the camera is kind of floating down. I'm like, oh, are we going to see the nipples? Are we going to see nipples? I'm not sure. You know what? I'm not sure if we do. And I don't yeah, think I'm going to revisit it to see whether you, but anyway. Yeah, so. if you look
3: That's up the true. video from um, Ellie Ingram, All Caught Up by AJ Col- Uh Mary's in that as well, if you want to kind of look through Mary's She's, like, necking off with some guy. She's, uh, like... she's kind of half naked <laughs> in that one as well. We're going
1: to credit her on both of these videos. She'll have an IMDB page. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we will link it, link it out in the show notes.
0: So she's like telling you, like, "Oh, I do acting and stuff," and you're thinking like community theater or something like that. And then she's, wow, well,
3: okay, well, it's sort of G music videos. And <laughs>
2: yeah. I think you, you need to get her in in a music
3: video. In we one did of a, we did low budget thing with her sort of last year, but, uh, Still it's, not coke, really, but yeah, it's, it's not really. Yeah, it's not really coke. It's not really on our show real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, you know, she's sort of a belly dancing, tap dancing, ballet dancing.
4: Well Actually Actress coke, snorting, String <laughs> well, wearing
3: On camera Actually it
4: was interesting Because she was talking about the fact That they offered They said You, you know what they asked her They said um, You will be naked for this um, Do you have a G-string I mean what kind of question <laughs> Like who asks a 67 year old If they have a G-string she was like No I don't have a G string. Just
0: provide the G string at that point. Um, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I think you guys, <laughs> I, I think you guys win the craziest coincidence of the video yeah. list because yeah. that, that, just, is that definitely amazing.
1: wins. You will get you'll get your trophy in the mail. <laughs> yeah. It is,
0: yeah, it's a beautiful trophy, hundred percent solid gold tinted plastic.
1: <laughs> so um, Bastille featuring grades. Um, directed by Keith Schofield and Adam since this is what you picked tell us tell us what goes on <laughs> so this video is called Torn
0: Apart by ba- Bastille who's an um, artist that's come up quite a bit on this podcast uh, we we're talking to um, Austin Peters a few episodes ago who did the Oblivion video with uh, um, Sophie uh, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones um, As we,
1: he's got, uh, um, and he also did the uh Laura Palmer Pop- video, right. Video for them as well.
0: And the flaws as well. Um flaws. so this is sort of Keith Schofield, if you guys are familiar with Keith Schofield, um he has done some I think some of of my list of like the most clever music videos of some of the last few years. Um clever in kind of taking a concept that either turn something upside down or you kind of like slap your head and say, why didn't I think of that? Um, one of those is the, you can't be my girl by Darwin D's video from 2013, which is made up oh. entirely of uh, stock video that Darwin D's is uh, Darwin D's is uh, inserted into, which is, a, which is, you know, something that could be a, like a really one note video in the hands of somebody less talented than Keith Schofield. But um, this video is one that starts off as something that where you're like, immediately, you're kind of conditioned to know what kind of video this is. It's one of those videos that has a message, and that's something that music videos in the last few years have really gotten into. Think like, I remember that one with the, the girl with the makeup, and anyway, there's a lot of those. Um, and it kind of starts off by really quickly telling you, I can't remember what it says, but it, it kind of indicates that here's a message about how everybody is you know, we're all people underneath. Love uh, is love. Love is love exactly, which is, you know, obviously a great message and there are great music videos that uh that make that point. Um but you're kind of like, okay, this is the ride I'm in for and uh the concept is these this these couple and uh they're morphing into different people. Um and then you you kind of your brain kind of catches up and it says, "Okay, well, we're going to be shown different kind of different couples and different people and, you know, maybe it'll be you, you know, two good-looking people, two, you know, all these different kinds of people. And then suddenly things start to look a little different. There's some odd-looking people um, and then you kind of have to watch the video to see what happens next. It, it uh, Keith Schofield takes it to a really interesting it, it just, place. It, the
1: easiest way to describe it uh, is that it goes in a very Keith Schofield direction. Exactly, <laughs> and yeah. And that's because he, it's just like it just gets insane. There's, it becomes aliens and uh, like people <laughs> with their genitals on their stomachs and multiple genitals. And I actually, I'm surprised I forgot to put the Vimeo uh, embed up. There's a moment that's censored on Vivo and it's uncensored oh, on Vimeo. No, it's not. Oh, God. <laughs> and it, and it and you know it's uh, more explicit, obviously. And so uh, I'll save that. I, that's not something I'll describe. Uh, but anyone who's seen the video probably knows the moment we're talking about. Um, so, yes, things get very insane, and and then they go... I love that they go back to the, to the people looking in the camera talking, and then they just start saying... Just, like, it almost becomes gibberish. Some guys, like, talking about, like, something about a toaster, and it just gets very, <laughs> very strange. And then the morphing goes haywire, too, right? Like, arms... Arms become legs, and stomachs become butts, and and all of that, and the the bodies start morphing as well. And I think, uh, you know, like I, like I mentioned, that's, that's anyone who's uh, familiar with Keith Showfield's work. Um, another famous Keith Schofield music video would be "Big Bad Wolf" by Duck Sauce. Uh, anyone who knows about that video, it's a video of people with heads for for genitals. A lot of genitals talks in Keith Showfield's videos.
2: My favorite quote from the video is "Love is a porta potty filled with hope and happiness." <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not. It's not. It's not a lie.
0: Um, and uh, what was going to say? And it's, it's it's odd because Bastille, even though they've done some, th- their videos are more on the serious side is what I'm saying. Um, typically, typically, right. Typically. Even like Oblivion, which has a little bit of an air of kind of like uh, fun to it, uh, is very serious. Um, and Keith Schofield kind of keeps in the same, like like a serious color palette, um, which I think is really brilliant. It's not like a fun, colorful video that is supposed to be wacky. It's... Uh, it, it, and so... Um, so Brian and Carl, were you guys did you guys know that this was a kind of like a a comedic video going into it this is one of those things where i had no clue until it actually started
3: yeah no that's kind of that's kind of beauty like i was actually cringing at first because it kind of has that sort of mike <laughs> jackson black and white sort of very earnest hallmark sentiment and i like that he never he never breaks out of out of that kind of generic sort of format he just takes the content to the most horrible extreme um <laughs> possible without but just Totally straight-faced. Um, it's sort of unaware of how, of how sort of grotesque and absurd it is. Um, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall during the casting sort of thing.
1: <laughs> um, there are yeah. some. There some strange. They're not. Uh, they're not Eric Wareheim ham level strange people. But there are some very like not not tr- traditional music video people in yeah. this video. And uh, and then and then suddenly there's also just like a like a fighting dummy too gets yes. gets in on the action which is and a massive dildo. <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's great. I uh and I and anyone who's listening to this podcast now will be able to see uh see what goes on behind the blur because yeah. we have the uncensored version up on the site. So great news for us.
0: And, and, and did and anybody else catch the, the 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 intro to this It's almost kind of like trying to fake you out a little bit because it starts so quickly. Like the, in yeah. the first second, it's like okay, here's the message, and here we go.
1: Yeah, it's. I, it, I think it's definitely a, a a red herring. Is that what they're called? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's- yeah. listen, look at me. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think. Um, yeah, you're. I, I think you're being. You're, he, he's trying to fool you because the you know the 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 first kind of people are 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 like kind of traditionally attractive. Um, and it has,
0: and it uses the language of these. Of of a kind of video. If you were making this kind of video, this is the same language you would use. Sort of like a a washed out tone. Everybody's in, you know, really form fitting. You know, like beige and gray underwear kind of dealio, but nothing too Very revealing.
4: <laughs> as well. But it's almost like it's almost like the, it's almost like the ad that runs before the YouTube clips these days. <laughs> I think you're yeah. watching like this is like l'oreal or, like, yeah. you know, like, or something yeah. <laughs> it's like oh fuck this is the video you know? <laughs> I,
1: I love that they're all in the same outfit though regardless of how like the bodies change like yeah. there's like a big fat dude he's still got the same gray underwear on and they do like the same motions you know like the the actions repeat uh a lot it's like a it's like a choreographed dance type video and uh and it and the stuff, you know, the actions repeat and the objects in the room change, too. So, like, the first guy walks and he, like, throws a picture frame on the ground. And then, like, the the dude with the long red hair and he, like, throws, like, a jar of candy beans or gumballs or something <laughs> yeah. on the ground. It's just, it's just those, like, little subtle subtle changes that also just, like, they make sense but don't. I, I, yeah. It's a weird way to describe it. Um, but it's true. <laughs> so, this is a fun one. Uh, that, was a fun, that was a fun video.
0: Um, and it's done pretty well, I think. Uh, we should go over uh, just a little bit of um what the popu- most popular music videos of the week are going to be, because um, we talked about uh, him by uh, pronounce his name for me, Adam. Uh
2: Mr. Wazo. Mr. Wazo, Wazo.
0: thank you. Um, I d- was not going to get that at all. Um, but we got a Gwen Stefani at the top uh, video at the top, uh, "Spark the Fire," directed by Sophie Muller. Um, Ham is second uh, All I Want for Christmas is You by Fifth Harmony directed by Nigel Dick of all people uh, a new a Christmas song is coming yeah. number three we got a Travis Scott song Mamacita directed by Grant Singer who's directed a lot of uh, amazing Sky Ferreira videos um, at four and then at five uh, Can't Stop Dancing by Becky G directed by another person who has been on this podcast Hannah Lux Davis
1: and and you know Grant Singer was too. Um, um, Eric Wareheim is going to fall off the list because that came out Friday of last week. Just...
0: That's right. That'll be pushed off uh,
1: tomorrow. So that means straight no chaser. Text me Merry Christmas <laughs> featuring Kristen Bell from Veronica Mars, uh, I, which I, a video which I have actively avoided all week. Yeah, to c- continue to do that. Um, and that's and that'll do it.
0: Right. That will, um, and we have not talked about those videos, but if you want to see them, you can go to imvdb.com slash charts. I don't know if you knew this, you guys, but you can see all of the new music videos and which ones are the top ones on that page. Um, and if, just like if you go to imvdb.com slash picks, you can see all of our favorite picks for new music videos. Um, and if you want to see the videos that we have talked about, including the links, um, we'll put the links to, um, Uh, like Bill Viola and a few other links that we talked about, including um, the short film Squirrel, um, will all be in the show notes. And you can find those by going to imvdb.com slash podcast. And uh, we've got to 134 episodes. This is episode 134. Um, And there you'll find the links, you'll find the videos, uh, and you'll also find a uh, link to um, the page for Brian and Carl on IMVDB um which has a link to Are you guys on Twitter? Are we have a, you, we have a website link for you guys.
3: Yeah, we've got we've got our separate Twitters. We need to kind of get maybe a Brian and Carl one.
0: We have but, a joint
4: um, bank account, but we don't have a joint Twitter <laughs> <bank>
0: account. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was, I was wondering if you guys had, had had gone all the way to the joint Twitter account. That's a that's a huge
4: Yeah. I think it's I think we'll have to discuss whether we're ready for that. <laughs> yeah, no it's, bank yeah. accounts. Bank accounts.
1: Nothing. But <laughs> Twitter account that's that's a serious that's, commitment cuz like I think
0: cuz uh, Lamar and Nick have uh, have one Twitter account but like brother has a Twitter account to jointly
1: but they also like Alex also, Alex Lee a brother also has his
0: own Twitter account Yeah it's weird it's mixy
1: because it's weird Lamar and Nick though for anyone who's wondering I'm pretty sure it's it's just Nick
0: I'm probably yeah Lamar he doesn't do shit um, <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, and uh, and and if you want to, actually, weirdly enough, in the last few weeks, we've heard of people kind of. I don't know if it's a, if you, it's the holidays coming up and you have time. If you want to, all those episodes are still up there. You can binge listen to them. Adam Alexander has been binge. He has he was not on this podcast until episode seventy five. So Adam, would you recommend the early episodes? There's some good Did interviews rec- on there.
2: Yes, binge from episode one on. Oh, I mean, no, I can't.
1: I cannot support doing that.
2: <laughs> I I fully support it. The, there's some hilarious stuff. And uh, I mean, you know, you guys were new at it and stuff, but like, it's still awesome. Like that, all the guests are wicked. I'm loving it. I'm mean, uh, truly, you suck. guys
1: sucked at asking questions. <laughs> it's, it's something that we haven't gotten over. Um,
0: and that's, uh, that's- I think that, yeah, I think we did. Uh, Brian and Carl, thank you so much for joining
3: us. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. Awesome.
0: And thank you for for staying up to ridiculously late hours, early hours in London. Um, think it's,
3: right, it's nearly
4: five o'clock. We'll just push through. Get like, into bed. <laughs> yep, just, uh,
0: just head out. Yeah, get off the podcast and head out and go get some, some breakfast and then just start your yeah. day. I'm sure you'll feel uh, refreshed and ready.